are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, February 26, 2021. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to leave a review. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That's at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Happy Friday. We're closing in on the weekend here. Can't come soon enough. Last night, another big win for our Blackhawks by a score of 2 to nothing over the Columbus Blue Jackets to take all four points of this series out in Columbus. The Blackhawks, the beat goes on. They've now won five of their last six games, eight of their last 10, nine of their last 12, and 11 of their last 17 ever since starting the season 0-3-1. And they're now up to an 11-6-4 record through 21 games. My oh my. Things just keep getting sweeter here in Chicago. And what I love about this team right now is whether it be a high-scoring game or a grinded-out sort of matchup like we saw last night, The Hawks are finding ways to win games right now, and that's really the only thing that matters. Everyone can talk about whether or not this type of success is sustainable from such a young team and how the Blackhawks have a really high chance to miss out on the playoffs and the draft lottery, but forget all of that. All we're worried about right now is the next game ahead of us, one game at a time, and that mentality clearly is working so far in the 2021 regular season. Gotta give credit to Jeremy Colleton. As I said, No matter what type of game it's going to be, the Blackhawks have a chance to win every night. I love that mentality, and I really love the fight from this young team right now. It's truly incredible with so many first-year players on the roster. And to get into last night's game a little bit, have to start by talking about Malcolm Subban, who should have been the number one star last night, kind of got snubbed in Columbus. Subban stopped all 26 shots that the Blue Jackets put on that to earn his first shutout as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks, and that's also his first shutout in nearly two years. Subban's last shutout came in back in March of 2019 when he was still a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, so it's been a while for the former first-round pick, but man, was he ever sharp last night. And I know it seems like, you know, 26 saves, wasn't tested all that much. The Blackhawks' defense, I gotta give credit to them. They, they did make life relatively easy on Subban, certainly an improved effort than they had in the last couple of games. But when Subban was tested and when the Jackets got those grade-A scoring opportunities, it's not like the Blackhawks shut them down completely. The Jackets had their chances to score in this game. But when they had those opportunities, Subban was there to come up big each and every time. And that's all you can ask of your goaltender. So, tip of the cap to Subban. And that now makes four consecutive solid starts for Subban. As I talked about on yesterday's episode, ever since that season opener against Tampa Bay where... 
He just didn't look comfortable in that. It was a 5-1 to one loss. Ever since then, he's played pretty well. And you also have to consider that for that season opener, really, the Blackhawks and Subban only had a week of preparation as a team in training camp, a, a training camp unlike any other we've seen here in the NHL in the past. So you have to take that into consideration. And then besides that start, four straight strong ones here for Malcolm Subban. He's also had three straight games allowing two goals or fewer. And now his record moves to three, one, and one through five games this season, along with a 2.13 goals against average and a 930 save percentage. And those numbers are now better than Lankinen's. I know obviously Lanky's handled a larger volume of work playing in 14 games as opposed to Subban's five, but still Malcolm undeniably has been impressive when given a chance to play in I love his mentality when he spoke after the game, of course. He's such an unselfish guy, always talks about the team, really said it was uh, the shutout was a result of the team effort rather than his play in net. Never just seems like he wants to talk about himself, even though he was the star of the show last night. Um, And he also talked about how in practice, when he's not playing for a week, two weeks at a time, he's really focusing in on his practice reps and his game-like uh, drills that the Blackhawks do in practice. He's really focusing in and treating those as game-type reps and game-type situations because that's that's really how he has to perceive it in order to be ready and be prepared for when he does step onto the ice. And obviously, that's working right now for Subban. It seems like he never gets two consistent starts in a row, but when the Blackhawks Hawks place him in there. As I said, three consecutive starts allowing two goals or fewer, four in a row allowing three or fewer. So he, he's giving the Blackhawks a chance to win every time he's in the net right now. Um, and I expect this just to be the start of Subban receiving some more consecutive starts in the near future, possibly even as soon as Saturday night when the Blackhawks go and take on the rival Detroit Red Wings. I wouldn't be surprised in the least if we see Subban back in net to open that two-game series. Also, have to quickly talk about Patrick Kane. Not much going on for the Blackhawks' offense last night. They were scoreless through 40 minutes, but when the game was on the line, who else but number 88 to come up clutch. He scored his 399th NHL goal, NHL goal inching his way closer to elite company in franchise history. Only a couple of Blackhawks players have been able to get up to 400 goals. And a big goal there from Kaner to put the Blackhawks ahead 1-0 in the final minutes of the third period. Kane's 10th goal now of the regular season, which puts him as the team leader in goals ahead of Alex Dabrinkit. Alright ladies and gentlemen, that takes care of my snap reaction to the Blackhawks 2-0 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets last night. Coming up in just a minute, I will go period by period and give a recap of how the Hawks managed to come away with another key two points on the road in Columbus. But first, I need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Yes, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds of any game you want to put money on. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Lockdown Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Lockdown Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Lockdown Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I just finished sharing. My snap reaction on the Blackhawks' 2-0 victory over Columbus last night. Now, I also wanted to be sure to give a full recap of the contest, go period by period, and talk about how the Hawks managed to come away with yet another key victory. So, last night, the Hawks actually got off to a pretty brutal start, which certainly wasn't encouraging after Tuesday night's effort. That did ultimately result in a victory, but still was not an effort we wanted to repeat in the back half of this mini two-game series. And last night, unfortunately, that's what we saw out of the Hawks in the first 20 minutes. It wasn't great early on. They mustered up just three shots on goal, really had nothing going on at all offensively, but they did still play decent on the defensive side of things. They didn't allow all that much to Columbus, so it kind of made things look not as bad, but it was a really boring start to this hockey game for sure. A snoozer, especially with a 6 o'clock early start. It, it, wasn't a, it wasn't good in the first period. But even when Columbus did have some good chances or, or had their good looks, Subban was on top of his game early. He made a nice sprawling save there in the first period in order to keep that game scoreless, and it was nothing to nothing after 20 minutes. But then, after that rough opening frame, Carlton, he had the boys right back on track in the second, and this time, it was it was the Hawks' turn to take control and have momentum swing in their, flavor, swing in their favor, um, and clearly, I don't know what it was, but they, they just had a better effort and a better mindset, and really cleaned up their play in the second period. They were moving the puck well in the offensive zone, winning the races, getting pucks on net, and they actually wound up holding the Jackets to just three shots on goal while they had 12 of their own. So, kind of funny, after the Blackhawks looked horrendous in the opening 20 minutes and only mustered up three shots on goal, as I said, they completely flipped the script and take charge in the second, holding Columbus to three shots on goal. It was a wacky first 40 minutes last night. Um, But still, the game did remain scoreless after two periods due to some Solid play by both of these goaltenders. I already talked about Subban, but Yunus Corposalo, he was really strong in that second period to keep his game, uh, keep his team deadlocked. Nothing, nothing. And we've seen that a couple of times already in the six games between these two teams this season. But then in the third period, it, it kind of felt like overtime was inevitable once again. It, there was just some back and forth action. Neither team was really generating all, all that much sustained pressure or that many good looks in the offensive zone. It was kind of a chess match. But then with just over 11 minutes to play, 
Showtime came alive. Patrick Kane, he picked up a loose puck in the neutral zone, gained some speed in the offensive zone, and then a vintage wrister from the right dot, blocker side, beating Corpusalo to put the Blackhawks ahead one to nothing. A huge goal there from Kaner to break the tie. His 10th of the season, as I mentioned earlier, that puts him now in the team lead for goals and... Late in the game, the Hawks managed to strike first to take a 1-0 lead. But what I was really impressed with was, after that goal, the defense held strong. They didn't let the Jackets surge on them and didn't let them pepper Subban in the final minutes. And that's really been a problem following uh, the Blackhawks scoring a goal this season. They've really found a way to give it right back to the opposition. But that wasn't the case on Thursday. And they actually even managed to draw a penalty in the final minutes. That gave them a man advantage with just over three minutes to go. And after that, that really deflated the sails in Columbus's ship. And then after the Blackhawks were able to run some clock on the power play with just under a minute left, Carl Soderberg fires a puck from his own zone, and it luckily bounces in off the goalpost. That gave Soderberg a goal in three consecutive games. He now has four on the year and points in five of his last six outings. He's turned into a really sturdy second and third line depth score for this team recently. I know he's someone that the Blackhawks at least their fans kind of expect to move at the trade deadline, but Soderberg has been a pleasant surprise recently, and he's been a major asset to this team with so many players out of the lineup. As I said, he's been a good second and third line scorer. He's been good on the penalty kill. His two-way play has been impressive. So Soderberg, he's been looking good. I wonder if that will give the front office some some more consideration on whether or not to keep him throughout this rebuild here in Chicago. But Soderberg was able to hit the empty net, and that was all she wrote. The Blackhawks hold on for the 2-0 win. They're fifth in the last last six games, and even in the midst of a rebuilding phase, as you wanted to call it, this team is finding a way to defy all the odds, and they're right there in the Central Division as we begin to inch ever so closely to the midway point in the 2021 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, There's my recap of the Blackhawks' win last night against Columbus. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to finish up the episode by looking back on my three keys to victory and seeing how they played a role in the Hawks' 2-0 victory. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Every Friday on Locked On NHL, join Joe DiBiase of Locked On Sabres and Tom Gazzola of Locked On Oilers as they round up the biggest stories of the week in the NHL and get you prepared for the league's busy weekend slate of games. From breaking down the latest blockbuster trade to sizing up the rivalry matchups on Saturday night, Joe and Tom have every angle of the league covered to close your week. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you may get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished recapping the Blackhawks' 2-0 win last night. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I wanted to go back to my three keys to victory from yesterday's episode and talked about how all of those played a part in the victory. So, 
My first key to victory last night, as some of you may remember, was to clean up the penalty kill. Coming into last night, the Blackhawks were just 3-for-8 in the previous two games while shorthanded, and that really hurt them on Tuesday versus Columbus. Three power play goals allowed, but on Thursday, a much improved showing from the PK. They killed off both of the penalties that they took in the contest, and they really didn't allow that many good opportunities. They took away Patrick Laine from the left dot. They didn't let him take over like he did on Tuesday, so two thumbs up from me to the penalty kill. I definitely think that their improved effort played a huge factor in the win and also in Malcolm Subban's shutout. Also, speaking of Subban, one of my other keys to victory last night was for the defense to tighten things up and try to make this a defensive game. I thought that would really play into the Blackhawks' favor more than it would for Columbus. And what do you know? The defense looked great. They really limited the high-danger chance opportunities, and it resulted in Subban's first shutout with the squad and another huge two points for the boys. So pretty cool to see how two of my keys to the victory directly translated to success and another uh, huge win for the Chicago Blackhawks. My last key to victory, by the way, was for the depth scoring to play a factor, but when your goaltender holds the opposition to no goals, you know, they, they don't really need to have all that much depth scoring. But still, Soderberg was able to find the empty net to keep his little hot streak going. As I said, three goals, uh, th a goal in three consecutive games, points in five of his last six. And I think it's going to be really important for a middle six guy like Big Carl to keep it rolling offensively because eventually, somewhere down the road, there will be nights when the Hawks just can't rely on number 88 to get the job done on offense, and it will be huge to have a guy like Carl Soderberg to rely on when those nights come. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, February 26th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips insights and analysis for season-long dynasty and dfs leagues so be sure to subscribe to lockdown fantasy hockey wherever you may listen to your podcasts once again thank you for tuning into today's episode i'm your host jack bushman you can catch me on twitter at my personal account at jack bushman too or you can also check out my strictly blackhawks account at talking hockey for all the latest blackhawks news and updates don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is Mailbag Monday. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, go Hawks. Let's go get a couple of big victories against Detroit this weekend to keep the ball rolling. And thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.